From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hello, guys. I bet you didn't think you'd ever hear this again, right? Hello, hello. Welcome to season two. <laughs> Episode 14. We're just picking up from where we left off. Yep. Welcome back. We're happy that you're still listening. and you're... Yes. Yeah. And we're very happy to be here. Please forget. Listen, you guys have been giving no quarter these past few months. I tell you <laughs> what. I've gotten some very... Let's call them hostile, because that's what they are. Like, really? When I come back. You guys, uh, why? Why? What's your problem? Why are you, your what th- are you doing? <laughs> like, we don't have other things to do, guys. <laughs> and actually, that made me feel good, because it, it made it feel like you guys really felt our absence. And I yeah. appreciate that immensely. And we're back. So, please, I beg, forgive me. Forgive us for yes. having been gone for so long. We have reason. Yeah. We, we were trying to make this show amazing, oh, but then, like... <laughs> The pressure. Exactly. So, and we're not trying to bring you any mediocre stuff, so you exactly. have to bear with us. Yeah. But then it got to the point where we're like, you know what, let's just come back and mm-hmm. not try and be, I don't know, daytime talk show or something. We're here. Exactly. As we go, we'll try and add things and, yeah. But so, yeah. we're back, basically. We're back. We're back. Oh, and, and we have good. news. Yes. Two, two things you guys might want to take notes of. The first is that we're on Patreon. 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 Give us your money, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. So we've got a beautiful video that will come up by the time this episode comes out. So please check out our Patreon, uh, Two Pesos, isn't it? Yes. yes. Two, I think it's Two Pesos two Podcast. But podcast, anyway, yes. the link will be the on link the bottom there. there. Yeah. There's a really, we have, like she said, a great video that describes, you know, the tiers mm-hmm. and all the information. We have four tiers there. Yes. So you can pick one. And, you know, help support the show going forward. Yes, that we would and be grateful. what and else? The yes. second thing is that if you'd like to advertise with us as well, we're, we're open to doing that. And if you want more details, you can send us a message on mm-hmm. Twitter, you can Facebook us, you can send us a message on our website, and then we'll give you more details on advertising. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't this sound professional, guys? I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to get now. better and better, mm-hmm. so, so that's, that's what yes. we do. Okay, so... And now for the podcast. Yeah, season Let's two, episode 14. All right, in the news. In the news. <laughs> yeah. So in the news, um, I was listening to my favorite radio station, City FM, and uh, they were talking about passports, the delays in people's passports. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, this is a problem that's been there for quite a while. I remember in May, the, the foreign minister, forgotten her, Shirley something or so, her name was, uh, she helped apparently two people get their passports within, I think, 10 minutes or so. They had been waiting for a long time to get their passports and they hadn't gotten them. But then when she intervened sort of miraculously, mm-hmm. they were able to get their passports in 10 days. And, 10 uh, days or 10 minutes? Uh, sorry, in 10 minutes. Same day. In t- yeah, okay. same day. And so I have a little story to tell you about uh, the, the passport issue. I had to renew my parents' passports. And when we first went to do the biometrics, it was pretty easy. It went mm-hmm. pretty quickly. I don't know whether it was because they are pretty old. So they saw that, oh, you know, let's take care of this old man and old woman quickly. It was pretty straightforward. The website had its own little problems, Delicious. like it will crash, it won't upload things. But then, that, then again, that too was okay. So once we finished the biometrics, we were asked to come back in two weeks. So we went the first time and they said, oh, the passports are not ready. So we said, oh, this is Ghana and I mean, this can happen. 
So come back in two weeks. So we went back another two weeks and they said, oh, your passports are not ready. I said, so listen, guys. one month now. Exactly. I said, listen, guys, my parents need to travel. My dad needs to go get something done. We haven't gotten the visa yet. So what's the issue? Oh, and the booklets and the something. And I said, yeah, this is urgent. You, like, we need to get our passports quickly. So the lady at the counter said, we should go see a certain gentleman. <laughs> God, this is Ghana, you know. We, have to, we had to go see a certain gentleman. Just as well, now wait to see the guy. There was this policeman. You know how they are trying to flaunt his authority, like he's the big man in charge, asking us to see documents. I said, listen, the woman said we should go see mm. this big guy behind there. So could you let us go? He didn't want to. So I said, mama, you know what? Let's go. Let's leave. So we're now way going back when the lady, the first lady saw we're us. Direct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And said, oh, you guys, come, 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 come see the guy. The guy saw us. He gave us a note. He asked us to go to the rich passport office. We went there, sat for 45 minutes, and my parents' passports were printed. Mm. So then it, it made me wonder, so what about those guys who said they'd been waiting in They've January? There What's and... happening? Like, is it the booklets? Is it that people are not, uh, they are not using, people are not forecasting? Well, what is the problem? So the second thing I wanted to talk about is, and there's a trend here, NHIS. When my dad, my dad stopped getting um, NHIS um, patients about two years ago because there was a huge problem with the NHIS not paying Delaying, the hospitals yes, on time. We had that they were at crip- our yes, as they well. were crippling people's businesses. So my, my dad said, you know what? At this point, he can't continue like that. So I hear it's gotten better now. Mm. But third instance, a cousin of mine is trying to apply for recruitment of Ghana Education Service. They are recruiting teachers. For the past two days, we've been trying to buy an e-voucher online. And the site that doesn't do anything. It asks you to wait. You could wait for like 24 hours and nothing is done. What is my point in all of this? My point is, or my problem is that our state institutions are not working. And, I, and it's easy to sit here and complain and ask like, like what is the problem? What, like, why is this happening? Is it that they need help? Is it that people are not doing their jobs properly? But what is the problem? Nobody seems to be able to tell us what the problem is. Right. The NDC comes into power, it's the same thing. The MPP comes into power, it's the same thing. So what is it? And instead of just sitting here and complaining, I, I've, I've had to ask myself, so what can I do as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a person, as a, as, a, as a citizen of Ghana? What can I do? It's nice to sit here and complain and say, yeah, the, the system is not working, and then go back to your homes and then don't do anything. about. But what can I actually do? You know, there are lots of us that are we're, we're able to give people inputs on what they could do to, yeah. to be better. But then what do you do? People are there chopping money. The Goro boys, I'm sure, are all they—they they, they are not doing it on, on their own. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with people who are actually working in, there. Yeah, in the system. So what do we do? And that's been my headache, and that—that's been my headache like for, for a while now. And that is what is—that is what my in the news is today. Like our failing government institutions. What can we as individuals do? It's, it's, you know, it's a mess. Every time I ask, mm. when I go somewhere and I ask, so what is the problem? I don't mm. mean it. It's not a throwaway line. You know, I really genuinely want to, to know, know what is the holdup? Where in the process is this going wrong? What What is it? Because, I mean, maybe I'll come and give you and they'll call you too known. But I'm like, OK, if that's the case, then why, why not don't you this, do this or that exactly. or something? I ge- then I'm like, oh, we're just having certain issues. I'm like, what is it? Tell me. I really want to know because... 
you know, mm. and there was a time they said it was about the booklets. Are people not, you know how many people come and apply for passports in a day? On average or something. Two years, one so, so pre-order. That you can, yeah, prepare ahead. Like, then it's a general problem with this, with this country. We are, we don't, we are not, we don't have the, or we don't have the, we don't have the ability to be able to see what's, what's coming ahead. So that for SHS, for example, something happens and all of a sudden you can't feed the students. You can't accommodate the students because you haven't <laughs> planned ahead. It's like, it's nonsense. Huh? We're tired. Hmm. We it's are tired. That like, much is like, true. What's this? So that's my in the news. <laughs> a bit I'm of a rant. Yeah, yes. like it's crazy. It's no, listen, annoying. guys, it's really frustrating. <laughs> Day-to-day life in Ghana is incredibly frustrating. It's like nothing and works. And need not be half the time. If the person, it's like if the person's not doing their job right, don't you have, they don't have performance reviews. We never, people in, you know, government institutions mm. never get sacked. Mm-hmm. No matter mm-hmm. what you, how mm-hmm. poor, they never get sacked. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the whole thing is bogged down and inefficient, and they know, and they don't care. That's the thing. They know. That's you see. Then that's the funny yeah. thing. They know, but they're not willing to do anything about it. Oh, by the way, I got my license finally after four years, four long years. <laughs> DVLA has given me my license, so if you see me on the road, honk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It only took four years. Gosh. Right. Hmm. All right. So. My in the news is taking us back. It's like a remix mm. because Eddie actually talked about this before. I just remembered that. Right. And it's about the National Cathedral. Oh, Here we go word. again. Mm-hmm. So I believe Eddie first talked about this when they announced. This was yes. after the Ghana at 60 yes. independence celebrations. Exactly. And they announced that they had plans to build one. And mm-hmm. she was like, Why? <laughs> um, so so um, the cathedral is back in the news again. Okay, so a little backstory if you don't remember. So when this first got announced and people were somewhat up in arms, the government came and reassured us saying that we needn't worry because Ghanaians' government funding or government money is not going to go towards the construction yes. of the cathedral. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be by, the Catholic, I guess, the Catholic diocese or Catholic churches or churches, churches are, going to, go are to going to put together money and pay for it themselves. So yep. it's everything is fine. Well, the reason why this um, cathedral is trending again is because they just announced that they were going to demolish, how many is it? Judges. Ten bungalows or ten homes that were enriched that are accommodation for judges in order to create enough land to put up the cathedral because they want to put it in ridge. So they're going to demolish, I think they said they needed six acres of land Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. So they're going to demolish the houses, rent apartments for them Mm -hmm. in the interim, and then build new homes elsewhere for these judges. And... Hmm. One of the reports was saying that some of the houses that they're going to demolish are only five years old. So it goes right back to what you were saying about forecasting. If you knew, and I'm sure it's not today that they decided about this cathedral. So if you knew you wanted to build a cathedral and you had plans to put it in Ridge, and you knew you... Then why go ahead and be building other stuff? It's like there's the whole a total thing is so disconnect. wrong. In this congested Accra, you're going to put a national cathedral right in right Ridge. in the heart of Ridge. Oh my god! Oh so my god. it's like okay, so this thing you said it was free. Suddenly we're paying for demolishing mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. We're paying to rent housing for judges. Yep. For how long? 
you know, it could be years. Yep. We don't know. And we're going to now be paying to build new, as they said, ultra modern. And they have to put that there. Of too. course, that's the word ultra, of the year. Ultra modern. Who? Ultra modern oh, yeah. housing for them elsewhere, which would have to buy the land for build. So I'm like, okay, that does not sound very free to me at Mm-mm. all. Mm-mm. We're paying. We're paying for it. And then it. And then again, I'm just like, okay, why do we even? Nobody has yet been able to answer. Why do we need a national cathedral? Please, for what? That, I think isn't that the uh, music school or art school or something in there? Oh, Listen, Ashmota has a music attra- school. You can come <laughs> and do whatever you want there. Tourist attraction. It sounds like, like a colossal waste of money. Like, you it's know, a bad idea Cote d'Ivoire had me. that basilica, basilica in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes there. It's a I bad mean, idea. It's a bad idea. I, I don't think it should be built. I really don't waste. think so. We don't need... I mean, like I said, needs and wants are very different. This is Economics 101. Mm-hmm. We do not need... So I looked up some statistics. Mm-hmm. And this came... I was like, Deutsche Welle. Mm-hmm. I think they said something in... 2014, there were 10,000 registered, not churches, <laughs> faith-based organizations. Mm. 10,000. Right. So, for example, ICGC counts as one. Mm. Now, how many churches Just, do you okay. think ICGC alone has? Right, Probably 1,000 right. on their own mm-hmm, or something, mm-hmm. or more. Um Action probably has five hundred yeah, church of yeah. so when you come when it comes down to how many actual churches there will be, I'm thinking we're probably heading into the hundred thousands. thousands. Yeah. So are you saying we need more a hundred thousand and one churches for what? We do not need a national cathedral. And how we many don't. hospitals do we have we in don't. comparison? And how many hospitals do we have that are sitting empty? Right. That's just so us. I'm like, look, now the Catholic Church has actually a pretty esteemed tradition of providing education Mm -hmm. and hospitals catholic the catholic church has been known historically Mm -hmm. for schools hospitals and orphanages but we're not going to talk about that because apparently they were throwing the kids out the window and stuff like that so we'll leave that one aside for now (laughs) torturing the children the orphans Mm -mm. but even here we we most of us are testaments to christian organizations having built schools and right. good schools. Right. So I'm like, when did they move away from those actual societal, societally beneficial, mm-hmm. you know, endeavors to just putting up more edifices that don't really we don't contribute need it. We just to like don't need the it. betterment of society. I'm sorry. Like, yes, we can have this whole debate about religion, blah, blah, blah. Statistics are not really supporting any of this really <laughs> that the more churches we have, the, yeah, better, the better we mm, are, especially as a, the in happier Ghana. we are mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. Go look. The UN statistics are right there. Ghanaians are not happier. We're not safer. There's not less crime than... No, so I mean, another church is really, honestly, the last thing we probably need. And yes, it's the Catholic diocese money or whatever. But they've shown before that they've been able to put their money to better Good use. use. We yeah, would yeah. love another hospital. Mm-hmm. I would love an mm-hmm. ultra modern, <laughs> state of the art hospital built by the Catholic Church yep. in Accra. I'd I'd be all for it. Another church, isn't there a cathedral and asylum down? Like I keep <laughs> saying this. What? How many? Is know. it full? No, I mean, just... Ugh, I really anyway. think it's just... It's maybe if it's just for sure that... The, the, it's the, like a vanity mm, project. Yeah, it's just for... Oh, we've and got we a beautiful cathedral in Ghana, and then that's it. And we're still a developing nation. Vanity projects are not what we need. Like, I mean, it's... Yes, it's lovely. David Ajay is like, wow, you know, amazing and everything and whatever. But... Not yet. Mm-hmm. I'm we have sorry. more pressing needs. Yeah, this is, this is not the time we at do. all. With the, in this economy and with all the problems people are having, 
Nah, now, he could have designed the hospital. If we want to combine having one of our greatest known architects do something. Yeah. and have a, He could have designed a wonderful hospital and put, you know, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. National Cathedral, eh, uh-uh. no, it's no. a no Thumbs from down. me. No. And now and that no my taxes me. are in there, it's well, I'm going to talk yeah. about it. So I definitely don't want it. <laughs> to anyone listening. Yeah. So that's my in the news. Yeah, very passionate in the news. Yes. We're, <laughs> mad. We're, we're upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're on to song of the week. And I have three beautiful songs for you people. The first one is a song called Sun by Maya featuring Akan. I don't know if you've listened to oh, her. Oh, no, EP. so I didn't oh, listen beautiful. to Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I But I've heard that song. The video is also amazing. Oh, that one was, was Walasi. That's right. Oh, that's yeah, not... Yeah. There's, there's oh, another okay, song a... she did with Akan, ah. which, is, which is actually quite, quite nice. And I find the EP very refreshing. It's different from a lot of things that the Ghanaians are doing. True and, that, and, true yeah. that. So support your local talent. It's a beautiful song. And the yeah. album is called Chapter... Chapter Red. Okay, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. go listen to that if you can. And the second song I have for you is Melanie Fiona and Damien Marley. No cigarette smoking. I don't know. Wait, what I don't. I haven't heard that. Oh, and I love her. Good. You know. Yeah, she's it's got she's like a good, gone oh, quiet. But I don't I, know what happened. I think I she said she had a date. She got married. Had oh, a, she's just living life. I guess. But <laughs> yeah. I guess she was awesome. She's good. So. I don't know whether you ever heard of Siren Hall. She used to sing under Siren Hall, and mm-hmm. she had the song called "Somebody Come Get Me." Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. Really good song. But this one is called "No Cigarette Smoking," and it's by Damien Marley and Melanie. Oh, I'll check that out. Really I love good. It. I love discovering new songs. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, by the way, you mm-hmm. should be able to hear all these songs in the background. Yes. <laughs> That's something we did update. Okay. New stuff, new stuff. <laughs> and the third song that I have for you is Shay Shay featuring King Promise and DJ Vision. Uh-uh. All I ever wanted. I've been. Like, this I don't, song I this is song. so beautiful. You have to listen to it. It's, it's a beautiful song. Like I said, I love Shay Shay. Mm-hmm. I think she's really, really talented. And she did this with King Promise. If you can, also go listen to her EP called Electric Package. Another beautiful, beautiful album. So those are my three. That's awesome. <laughs> I always say this is like my favorite segment because yeah. I love music and I love discovering new music yeah. through you. So uh, wonderful. wonderful. Okay. So I have two songs mm-hmm. for this week. The first song is called Akanamali and it's by a South African. He's a producer actually called Sun L. And it features vocals by another South African artist called Something Soweto. Now, my God, like this, I love the song so much Mm. that it's like actually obscene at this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's um, Afro House, actually. So he's, so Sunel is like an Afro House producer Mm -hmm. and he released an album this year called Africa to the World. So, and he, you know, featured various, like each song features a different vocalist. And it's so good. It's just such amazing music. Akanamali means broke person. So this is a love song about like broke guys <laughs> finding the, their, the love of their lives kind of thing. Even though they don't have money, she loves me the same. That kind of thing. So the sentiment is lovely. It was quite a big hit in South Africa. I found it because it was on Apple Music of the Week, something, something, like Africa Playlist or something. And my goodness, go listen to it. You should hear a little bit of it. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, that. No, new feature. <laughs> new features. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
yeah, it's a great song, so check it out. <laughs> and so for my second song, it's in keeping with that same Afro House vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's a song called Di Asa, and it's by my friend and collaborator yep. Ayat. Hey, Ayat, what's what up? up? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, for most of you might know what that means, but Di Asa means dance. Mm. And um, the song was produced by Queso, another one of my boos. So, hey, right. <laughs> And it's off his upcoming album called Aisha's Son, which should be out sometime later this year. And it's also just like a really feel-good, positive, uplifting song, kind of different sounding from the usual stuff, even from his usual stuff. Okay. And so, yeah, I think you should check, check both those songs out because nice. they're awesome. New songs. And uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So that's me, though. Brilliant, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to What the F. So, Adia Tema. Oh, God. The Tema, origin- the Tema original commander of motor and traffic has gone and opened his mouth and said I think I some, know ladies, yes. some ladies are responsible for road Oh my accident. God, is that who he is? So he's not just yeah. a foot soldier in the police. No, no, he's no, a no. regional... Yeah, yeah, regional commander. I saw that and I was like, do you know what? Then they'll call me an angry feminist or something. But <laughs> what the hell? Listen. Please continue. So, yeah. <laughs> so he said some of these ladies are responsible for road accidents. When I saw, when I saw the headline and I watched the video, I, was, I, I couldn't believe that somebody actually would actually like and Take he had a some moment hype and man then, saying yes, yes, yes and then the say something. So let me correct the headline for him so that it's sort of balanced. So ladies who wear shorts and skimpy skirts and gentlemen who pull out their junk to pee on the on the on the on the roadside are responsible for accidents. Now, do you see how absurd that sounds? <laughs> if as if you as a, as a guy you're driving and you're not you're 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 not focused enough and you're distracted that much that a, a person in a in a skirt in a skimpy skirt as he said or a short skirt or a tight dress distracts you from driving then i think you should go have it have a chat with jesus or go have a Take chat a with yourself like this is it's this madness that there are actual causes of accidents on the road and then you have to say you see once again you're blaming accident of something you shouldn't how yes. how is a lady walking and then the, he went in or he was like and yeah, they'll be gallivanting up, up and down, down. and i said what is they, they don't even so know what? where they're going so, so we should women shouldn't walk on the road anymore. i find it i find it so ridiculous i find it so ri- ridiculous and actually quite offensive you know um and for me, this is sort of akin to saying that, oh, because of the way she was dressed, this is why she was raped. Yes, for me, it's this the is same. This is, this is, it's the, the same, same kind of rhetoric. Thing. Like, what, what's and wrong? And it's with so it? tiresome and tiring, and like you said, offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and then they'll also add to it and say that women are bad drivers. But then, how can you both be saying that? He was so distracted by a botos that he yeah, crashed. Yeah, that he crashed. Like, how? But, then, but then it's women that are the problems on the road. Make so, up your mind. So in this case, so if, when you're about to write a, a statement, what do you say? You cause the, uh, uh, the cause of accident. Woman walking up and gallivanting up and down. And then they're like, absolutely understandable. Been <laughs> you know, there before. You know, what do you it's, mean? It's, I find it so damn ridiculous. And you like, don't say, okay, you're not, you should pay attention. That's like blaming your phone for your accident. Exactly. Because you were using In it. your phone, yeah. Are you supposed... I mean, 
I, I, I just, I just wish he had said people driving recklessly on the roads, people over speeding, people driving on the shoulders of, of the roads cause accidents. And not this kind of... Chotros you know, and refusing you know, to obey traffic. Ob this is ridiculous. And for me, that's my what the F moment. He, he, he shouldn't have said it. It's, it's, I find it very, very offensive. And he was honest. there. He's like, you, you guys would be laughing. But it's very serious. Mm -hmm. It happens. They should dress modestly. Oh, what about the guys taking out their junk to pee on the on the roadside? Like you cannot you cannot make statements out of out of the air like that and then feel it's okay. <sighs> Look, so yeah, the so number of daily <laughs> aggressions, micro and macro, that you have to deal with here. You, you, you. Uh, that's why we started the podcast so we can talk about them. Otherwise, it'll drive us mad. It's not so right. It's not right. We should, we should watch the things we are saying. And people, people actually agree with this of kind of thing. Of course, they agree. It's just wrong. They're like, eh, don't mind them, slay queens or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. This is like 2018. Oh, we're not, we're gosh. not talking like that anymore. So that's my what the f. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So my what the f takes us all the way to Asia. Mm -mm. So. Before we get to Asia. So mm -hmm. I was reading a list. This list caught my eye. And right. it was about... It was a list of the world's most dangerous foods. Okay? Oh, okay. So, and another what the F is on that list mm -hmm. was cassava. So I was like, oh, oh what has cassava done? Mm -hmm. But you know, they always said it has it's cyanide yes, in it. Yes. yes. So if you don't... You Cook know, it properly, yeah. Yeah, it is poisonous. And then, um, of course, another common thing that was on there is... Um, Aki, Aki yes. which is, uh, you know, mm. my mum is West Indian. Mm. So I'm like, hey, so me from both sides of my heritage, I'm poisoning <laughs> Poison myself. <laughs> Eating Aki with cassava. <laughs> so I had a laugh about that. But one of the things, one of the items on there actually made me really sad. And I had no idea it was a thing. And mm -hmm. it was quite disturbing. So in the Philippines, they have this food called pag pag. Mm -hmm. Now, pag pag means in in um in tag taglog i'm not sure how to say that i think yeah. it's taglog mm. means to shake something off or to dust it off pag okay. pag mm. right so what pag pag actually is mm -hmm. is um scrap food scrap chicken and meat right so what they do is the pag pag the people who make pag pag they either make arrangements with restaurants to buy their trash each day okay or they just go and scavenge at the trash dump. Mm -hmm. So they open up trash bags, and if they see, like, half-eaten food or something, mm. half-eaten chicken or something, right. they pick the meat off the, um, off the, the bones. Bone. Mm -hmm. And so somebody was asking, how do you decide if it's too putrid to eat? Or to eat and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. you taste it. <gasps> so they're... <laughs> So they literally are opening up trash bags at the, in the trash dump, tasting oh my God. thrown away food, eaten food, really leftovers. So when they find it, they, if it's suitable, they take it, put it in a bag. So they have their bags that they carry. Wow. Then they take this meat and wash it with oh. actual, like they were like, what do you use to wash? You're like, oh, you wa wash it like you're washing things. What? So they wash it, rinse it, dry it, and then fry it. Oh and then they word. sell it as food. Oh, my And word. that is a lot. And then, like, poverty is so acute in the Philippines and some of these countries that that is a lot of people in the slum areas' main source of protein. Wow, that's... that's pag, that's, pag. 
which oh is literally, I couldn't believe, I don't know. I can't you believe, can, I've never heard of this can. before. It's like, how? And they're like, you know, pack, pack, it's an entire industry now. Pack, pack sellers, pack, pack oh preparers goodness. and stuff. And they're like, it's cheap. And they make their meals out of it. And you see it and it's just like, oh my God, how do you eat that? But if you don't have any other choice, you have if you to. Have you don't have, yeah, money to buy food. You're going to have to eat that. And I'm like, God, is there no better way? I'm sure restaurants, you know, when they throw out the stuff, because yeah. usually they, a lot of, I guess, in the overseas, when they don't use the things, mm. they give it to food banks or whatever mm, it okay, is. Right. They don't, they won't ever sell you, like, the thing that was scraped into From, the trash yeah, like, that's, already that's... with all the other junk, and then they sift through. It just, it really upset me, actually. No, I it's found it, huh? it's, it's... I found it quite profound that this is how bad some people have it. You know. Oh my goodness! So yeah, that was my what the f, and I st- I'm still like I'm speechless. It, I think it's it was so... a CNN a little video or something. I couldn't believe like this flies, and they're just like mm. anyway. So yeah, that was my what. The but f. don't they like okay? I know it's cooked and everything, but don't they get ill? I'm oh, sure, oh absolutely! Yeah, they, they, they would get they, ill. First of all, the yeah. people that do the tasting, mm. they get sick Ill, constantly because yeah. they're eating. Junk, Rot- rotten, yeah. semi-rotten, oh or God. you know, contaminated food. And even after you wash it, and it's meat, it contain you know, there's so many germs and worms and things in there. So even after they wash it and fry it, it's absolutely, te- you really shouldn't be eating it's it. It's disheartening. It really at is. all. It really but is. it's, yeah, it is quite disheartening. I didn't, I don't think we are there in Ghana yet. I, I, mm-hmm. I certainly I hope, hope not. not. Yeah, I hope not. That hope there's not. an industry of people eating thrown away food as repackaged. <sighs> I certainly hope not. And if there are in their restaurants and at the end of day, you don't sell all your chicken or mm. something, I don't know how to do But just try and send it somewhere as opposed to just throwing it away. Which makes me wonder, the restaurants in Ghana, what do they, or the big hotels, what do they do with their leftover food? It's a good question. Okay, I wonder. Because yeah, food nice to wastage find out. is mm. a thing and it will always be. But I do recall, so. you mm. know, there was a time when... During the Dumso crisis, mm-hmm. right, a lot of cold store operators were either going out of business right. or having major issues. And so people that couldn't keep up with the cost of running generators, the mm-hmm. stuff would be going bad. Okay. And there were some fish sellers who would take boxes of rotten fish mm-hmm. and wash it. <laughs> And you would see them with sponge and like a basin full of God knows what. And they're literally washing the fish off to get the slime and stuff. And then they would dry it and still go ahead and sell it. Because they're like, hey, well, they did. They have to make their money. money, They can't waste it. So so to be honest, we've had a little bit of that going on here. But not Mm, to the extent But not to the extent, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so moving on to two pesos. Yes. So my two pesos for you good people today is consent is sexy. Uh-oh. For those, not, up, for those not abstaining, that is. So, <laughs> so let me put that right before you come and say I'm promoting sex and all sorts of things. You know how you people can be. <laughs> so it's, if, to me, it seems as though in 2018, we still have to reinforce into some of you your coconuts that sex without consent is, is not the way forward. If you're forcing somebody to have sex with you, you're a rapist. If you're doing too much to try to get to try, to try and get a person to have sex with you, you're, you're borderline rapist. You're like almost there. And um, there, the thing is that there are too many stories still floating around about people who had who got dragged, whose drinks were spiked, who were forced against their will to have sex. 
And in many other cases, it's just that people are just using brute force to, mm -hmm. to, to, to get what they want. Um, so therefore, my two persons today to you people is that consent is mandatory mm -hmm. and consent is sexy. Woo, so, love it. <laughs> if you're grown enough to have sex, then you're grown enough to communicate what you want. Let your yes be your yes. Let your no be your no. Let your no after your yes be a no. So if you've said yes first and you've said no, the person you are trying to have sex with should take that no as a no. Yes, it's not one of the, these one, yeah, one yeah, answer applicable exactly. only. Like, hello. You know? And um, like I already said, forceful sex is rape. There's, there's nothing like, ah, I will show you today who's the man. Or so, like somebody <laughs> said on, on Twitter, I will sex you into submission and thought that was a, like, that was a, that was like a funny, yeah, something. yeah, that was a funny answer. You know, that, that's not the way to, to go. And um, like I said, nothing is by force. If you're like, for example, if your partner wants to tie you up and you don't like that kind of thing, just, don't, say, no. just, say, just say no. If your partner is trying to get you to hang from chandeliers and all sorts of things, and you don't like that kind of thing, it's okay to say no. And while we're on it, that consent is sexy, please always remember to be safe. Yes. Safe meaning, no, I'm, I'm not talking about birth control. I'm talking about use, use condoms. If you're married, well, then I guess you, you're good to go. If you're not married, get tested, use a condom, Frequently. be mm -hmm. safe out there. And please remember that Coerced sex is not the way to go. 2018 people, we're changing our ways. Yes, and that, preach it. Like preach I said, it. consent is, is sexy. sexy. That's my two persons. I love it. <laughs> now, me, listen, I could talk about this stuff all day because it's like a passion yeah, of mine. Yeah. But I just want to add to that mm -hmm. and say assault is not necessarily always physical. And people right. don't understand right, that right, too. Right, right. Assault can be verbal. Verbal yeah. assault is a thing. Mm -hmm. Verbal sexual assault yes. is a thing. Absolutely. Cat calling is an example of verbal sexual assault mm -hmm. and it's been con it's been um, categorized as a finable offense in a number of European countries right. at the moment. Okay. You can't see a girl walking by nice ass. Yeah, you know, you get like a ticket because <laughs> nobody nobody has asked. It's non-consensual. I didn't mm -hmm. ask you to be yelling at me on the street, right. okay? And it just it's it's it it's upsetting. It's uh, men, you see guys most men don't understand that oh. It's intimidating and it, it's almost scary to have a strange man yeah, shouting at you. Like, it really is not compliment. It's, it's not a compliment. No, I'm sorry. Don't it's not. It's it's not it's not funny, it's not cute. I don't no. like I don't know you, so mm -hmm. no, you can't look at me, you've objectified me and now no, it's not appropriate. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Consent Sexual is coercion mm. is also a thing. Yep. If you are hounding and badgering and psychologically manipulating someone for into sex, yeah. having sex with you, it might be technically consensual in that she's like, okay, okay fine. fine. Let me do it. But it's but, wrong. I mean, I don't even know how you'd even still be turned exactly. on. You could tell that she how? didn't want to and you talk, and she's like, fine, I'll do it. Just, that's, come on, guys. Like, you gotta do better. There are a lot of women with healthy sexual appetites who are not saying, if you have sex with me, you have to marry me. And what, There are a lot of women who just simply enjoy sex. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you're busy calling them prostitutes. So I guess, you know. Yeah. But um, there's really no need to for somebody who really doesn't want to do it to be forced into Suppose, doing yeah, it. I think there's so wrong. many enough people that are enjoying their sex out there safely mm -hmm. and maturely yeah. that you can just connect with one of them. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, so... 
Consent is sexy. Consent is sexy. I don't want to hear. I don't think ignorance is an excuse anymore. No, not anymore. No way. You can't pretend you don't Don't know. You didn't know. You knew. You know. And it's been reinforced here again today. Tell a friend. (laughs) Okay. Right. Okay, so my two passwords this week is called the body positivity fallacy. I just Mm. bad, but you accept it's a lot, it's a lot, it was a mouthful. The body positivity fallacy. Okay. Okay. So it's about really this false sense of hope that a lot of these body-based movements have given. Mm -hmm. And let me explain. So what I mean by that is, you know, in the last couple of years, and it mostly happens online, we Mm -hmm. see these trends of, you know, melanin magic, Mm -hmm. where we're appreciating dark-skinned women, or the natural hair movement, where we're embracing, you know, wearing our hair as it grew out of our heads Mm -hmm. and things like that. Or, you know, there's a plus-size movement where it's like, okay... Yes, we're, you know, overweight, we're plus size, but that doesn't mean we don't like clothes and Mm -hmm, we can't be mm -hmm. fashionable and all that. And all these things are great. And when they start, you're just like, yes, finally, Mm. maybe somebody will make clothes that I can wear. Everything doesn't have to be a mumu or or something. Just because, you know, I'm over a size (laughs) 16 doesn't mean I don't have a sense of fashion. Right. Just because I wear my hair natural doesn't mean it has to be what we call down cuts mm. or whatever. <laughs> like, it can be cute. It's not nappy or kinky or, mm. like, ill, mm. you know, or, like, just because I'm dark-skinned, you know, doesn't mean I'm not beautiful. Yeah. I don't have to be light-skinned, right. you know. Right. But then the longer these things go on, you always find that even within these movements where women come finally ready to be free and unencumbered by all these societal um concepts of what beauty is you mm-hmm. find that within these movements so. very quickly hierarchies appear yes 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 i agree I so totally agree. and one of the first ones was the naturalista hair movement mm-hmm. right then slowly slowly you see that all the hair that is hyped up all mm-hmm. the influences that get put on are the ones that have 3b hair Mm. big juicy <laughs> curls huge afros right, right, right. that when they put the eco styler gel and the thing <laughs> curls and you're like ah <laughs> why is that not doing too why is it not, so why is you're right back that? to the beginning right. where you're stressed out and struggling because right. you have 4C, mm. 4A. 4Z. He- mm. <laughs> First of all, your hair doesn't ever because it's so, the shrinkage is so the real, is real that your oh. hair looks two inches long no matter what. <laughs> okay? Your hair doesn't pop into juicy curls mm. no matter how much eco styler you put in it. <laughs> and so if you are an influencer who doesn't have a certain hair type, nobody will mind you. Now you go check yourself. Go on YouTube and look at all the big hair in natural hair influences right. and you'll find is people that when they shake their head like this like this <laughs> the curls move yeah you know the other one is the melanin magic black t- okay it's like they only appreciate the dark skin when you go and slather yourself in oil mm. and then you go and put cheek highlighter mm. and then you pose in a certain way and mm. they're like yes beauty you know skin I on fleek mm. but when you walk down the road on your day-to-day basis then it's right back to yeah, the same thing you're too black. Yeah, 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 you're it's right. like they have to be posed in a certain way in mm. order for it to be aesthetically pleasing then if the one that that made me weak the most okay <laughs> it has weaketh me the <laughs> plus size appreciation right, right? that one mm. you will find that all the big influences there mm. You have to literally still have an hourglass. You have to oh, be wow. curvy okay. in a certain way. You have to have a flat stomach mm-hmm. and have 
huge hips and ass and mm. big boobs. You have to mm. have an hourglass figure. Right. If you don't have that and you just have a big stomach and whatever, oh, you'll wow. be at the back. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, it's nice to have these movements where it's different types of beauty and mm. standards of beauty are accepted. But also remember that mm. people are always going to be people. Human beings are, are wired to fall into hierarchies. Okay, yeah. It's just, just a natural you know? yeah. state of being. From mm. the birth of mankind, we've always needed a chief, a leader, a blah. It's just how we're built. Yeah. And even within these movements, we always organize ourselves into pyramid hierarchies. That is true. So just remember that whilst you're getting into these movements and embracing them, don't forget that your source of worth and happiness has to come from within. Mm -hmm. It can't be anyone... Your sisterhood is there to support, support you, but yes. they can't make you feel differently about yourself. It mm -hmm, has mm -hmm. to come from you. Yeah, yeah. You have to understand that I'm beautiful the way I am, mm -hmm. and it's nice if other people see it. But regardless, I know mm -hmm. that I'm gorgeous just the way yeah, I'm built. That's beautiful. Otherwise, yeah. you'll probably end up being disappointed and disillusioned with but any yeah, of these movements. Really, so true. Ultimately, no, you're so. right. You know. Yep. Well, that's, that's a good one. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's my two past ah, words. Nice and one. love yourself even whilst others love you. And if they don't love you, you still love do. Your, Last, yeah, love you yourself, yourself regardless. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, two past words. Oh, beautiful. Done. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. So, do you yeah. know, I don't have shout outs. I forgot uh, me about too. it. Me too. I totally forgot. The one thing I can say is shout out to my birthday surprise dinner crew. You guys made my day. Yeah. Like, it was so beautiful. I can't even, like, uh, you guys, I don't know what to say. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I had a Thank blast. you. I had, <laughs> listen, delicious, expensive food, which I probably couldn't pay for myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cocktails, I think. Living my best life, okay? <laughs> me, I was one of the birthday crew, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> So once again, please mm -hmm. go check out our Patreon. Yeah. Um, again, if you want to advertise, let us know. Yep. Um, my shout out, I guess, is to everyone that sent me a salty message, phone call, or text. <laughs> Tomba, so what who do I back? think I am? That's what is it that we can't bring our podcast back? We're back now. Yeah, we're so back. I hope you're happy. You. <laughs> you can get your foot off my neck now. Thank you. All right. <laughs> okay. Then. See you next, See you next week. week. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.